0: Welcome to Body Mind Calm Walk the Talk. This is nomadic learning at its best, one rambling step at a time. Today I'm talking about love, trust, how to manifest your future, and how to interpret the messages that your body-mind system is sending you on a daily basis so that healing can happen. Enjoy. I would love to talk about trust. I find trust, faith and belief are all concepts or words that are kinda close, that have some considerable overlap. And I find it hard at times to define the differences between them. Mm. And there are also words that I have regularly when I mention them to people I experience that they have a flinching reaction to them. It seems to definitely be um, like concepts that many people may struggle with. I personally grew up in a household where there was no religious faith, where doubts and fears ruled everything. So the question is, coming from a background like that how can you develop trust and belief Uh, and I'm not necessarily talking about uh, religious concepts I'm talking about self-trust, trust trust in others trust in that you are that, that good things are gonna happen to you I find that the mindset that I was taught when I was a child is very connected to pessimism. Um, and it, at at the time I was sure, I was certain that pessimism is not really pessimistic. Pessimism is realistic, you know? That's always how it gets, how it is uh, presented. I'm not pessimistic, I'm realistic. Grow up, you know? But how are you supposed to live like that? A pessimistic life, I find a life that lacks in trust, in belief, in love, uh, in faith. Because you can't have true love um, and connection without vulnerability and vulnerability needs to have some trust in some entity. Even if it's you, your own entity, like you yourself. If you know that you can deal with the repercussions that your vulnerability, the showing of your uh, deepest and most painful self has if you're sure that you can deal with that. If you trust yourself to deal with that then nothing really really bad can happen about that. Same with love. If If you always fear and don't trust, then you can't really experience the letting go aspect in love. And uh, a life, like a pessimistic life, is not really a well lived life, in my opinion, in my personal opinion. So how can you get from a point of, from a place of distrust, of unbelief, of doubts, of fears? How can you get to a place of trusting? Look at those majestic colors. I believe that to develop a capability for positivity, you need to start with yourself. When I can't trust in myself, how am I ever supposed to trust in others? Because I know myself the best. I am myself, and if even the person that is supposed to be looking out for myself the most, because it is myself, if I even can't trust them, how am I supposed to trust? another person who if they have a healthy um if they have healthy boundaries will never have my uh well-being at the forefront of their mind over their own self-interest except for in like very tight knit parent child or other family situations perhaps what is this Oh, it's just a parking space. But it looks so cool in the fog. Look at it. I remember when I was um, at a movement workshop. Movement slash dance workshop in Berlin in 2019. um, Guided by Alma Gloven, actually. It's called Weightlessness and if it ever comes near you, I rec- recommend you, from my, from, the, from my deepest heart, to take the chance at, and, and um, join. So I remember uh, being on that movement weekend and on Sunday we were working a lot with trust, I found, I felt. And it overwhelmed me immensely. To a point that I was like crying, I was crying through three quarters of that day of the movement sessions. With every, like, whenever there was a a pair exercise or something, I would. Look at my my partner and like tears running through uh, running down my cheeks and um, explaining to them that this is okay and I'm okay, it's just like a physical reaction, and I'm working through some stuff and please don't worry and just let's do the let's do the exercise. but it was fascinating how intense my reaction was. To all these embodied and physical um, requests for trust, for my system to trust, and I—I I, I mean, I didn't love it at the time, of course, but at the same time, it felt very healing and deep. And I think I um, responded so well to it because, specifically because it was a physical way of engaging with it. And uh, those experiences actually build the basis, the foundation of one large pillar of my work to this day um, of using movement and your whole. Body and your kinesthetic sense and all these things to overcome fears and limitations and all kinds of what we would call mental issues that might hold you back. That experience, that course, made it very clear that I had to deal with some deep-seated trust issues. And I would like to share some concepts that helped me in the long run. First of all, I personally can decide how I want to react to things, to everything, to any input. Yes, of course, there might be a conditioned reaction um, that seems immediate, but usually it is not really immediate and it's it's not unchangeable. Whoa! Looks like quite the havoc here. Um, It's not unchangeable at all. It depends, like, it it is based on your core beliefs, which if you don't, if you never worked on yourself deeply, uh, they're just the beliefs and the imprinting that you got in your childhood. Which depending on where you're coming from might not be the most healthiest and helpfulest um, for you to build the life that you would like to, like to live that you actually want and so just realizing that you judge everything if you don't work against that and this judgment is based on your core beliefs, which are, if you don't work at it, based on uh, your childhood imprinting. But it is still a totally, um, like, deliberate... Just a little interruption from editing Emily here. Um, I meant uh, arbitrary, not deliberate. It's totally deliberate if I judge something as being good for me or bad for me or terrible or can I deal with it or can I not deal with it or whatever. It is... um, It is not a set... um, like a set feature of any situation to be bad or good or whatever you might judge it as. It is only your mind, your brain, putting that on whatever situation it is. And that of course gives you the freedom to change your reaction and your judgment. And then the question is, why should you not change your reaction? Like if um, something bad is happening it will not really be made any better by me fussing over it and um, reiterating in my mind and ruminating about how bad it is and how like going into, into circular thoughts of despair and uh, like, I don't know, ostracization, is that a word? It will not really help at all. It might actually help if you can see something good in it. If you can see how this is happening for you and not to you. Which is a concept that I picked up at some... I don't know anymore from whom, but I find it fascinating and really helpful for my mind. Everything happens for you, not to you. And you can make it so by making it so. If I decide that everything happens for me, not to me, and that with everything that happens, I will uh, use my agency and use my capabilities to make it so that this was something that happened to me, uh, sorry, that happened for me, um, then I can turn it around, I can turn, anything around. Um, Except death I guess. But anything where I'm when I'm still living I can turn it around. And um, training that ability to see things positively or see things as happening for you and always figuring out how to make them, how to interpret them, how to um, Really, how to deal with them in a way so that they happen for you to me um, gave me trust in myself because if I can if I can turn anything around to um, to benefit me, then I am my biggest protector, then I'm always there for me then I'm just yeah helpful and in all times and never stabbing myself in the back and once i can trust in myself like that why wouldn't i trust in other people and even if they are not at that point and they are actually trying to stab my back for whatever reason of their own private issues then at least I can still fall back onto my knowledge and my wisdom and my ability to turn that situation around uh, so that it happened for me and not to me. And while practicing that you might find that gratitude is um, like a natural result of that. Because If everything happens for you then the world is your oyster. Then everything is amazing. Then everything is there to be thankful for. I've written in the past um, about thankfulness practices like a thankfulness or gratitude journal and stuff like that and that can definitely be helpful especially in the beginning when you're still um, when you're just starting out with reframing these things and whatever is happening in your mind because it's just another tool that keeps you at it that that you can build a habit from um, of, of seeing things differently and of finding even if you are still a pessimist so to say you can still find little things to be thankful for but really the big shift for me came when i started implementing this reframing more because all of a sudden everything is is great grateful uh, is is like uh, gratefulness inducing everything is good and the nice thing about thankfulness is that it is like one of the highest most pure and most um like trust-inducing, and this is where we get into a little bit of a cycle of a... um, of... like a... it's the opposite of a vicious cycle, basically. I don't know if there's a name for that. Should be. Um, So there is a little bit of a... of a upward cycle going on there between gratitude and trust in yourself and this reframing thing as... The gratitude builds trust for your future. And the nice thing about it is there's some people uh, out there that talk about energy and about vibration and about frequencies. I'm not really behind that. I don't like the the lingo of that. I think there's truth to it, but I don't really respond to the lingo very well. Um, But so thankfulness, I think is one of the highest frequencies, Um, because if you're thankful for something, it has happened to you. And if you are trusting out of that thankfulness into your future, and you're thankful for that, then your future has already happened to your mind, at least, because if you're thankful for it, then it has to have happened. And as soon as you as soon as you make that shift in your in your mind, you will just get there. you will like whatever if you it's like a self self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling prophecy, but in a good way. when you know that things will happen and when you know that you can trust that they can happen, then you will make it happen and the universe will provide and help you make it happen. I'm just realizing that while I'm walking and talking, like is the plan, Uh, I have no clue where I am anymore. I just follow my feet while thinking out loud. And I mean, I have uh, Google Maps on my phone, so I will be able to find home, but I've never been here before. So this whole concept that I've been talking about is still hard to grasp in my mind and feels a bit squishy to talk about. Uh, Not very accurate and clear yet but I hope that you could still find some uh, some benefit in there. Some wisdom perhaps or something that triggered you like an triggered like an insight or something like that. For me um, what happened for a long while was that I was in that mindset that I just described. Um, Whenever whenever I was feeling good physically, like when I was energetic and well rested and sufficiently fed and not dehydrated. Nothing when when nothing was irritating my physical system at all, um, then I could believe in these things, and I felt like th- I felt them really. Ooh, wild mint, the beauty. But whenever I lost that, and I lost it quite often, because just just some. Uh, physical challenges that I have of some um, symptoms, like I have what medicine is calling IBS, I suppose, although I don't really believe in that because it's just a, like, it, it's called irritable bowel syndrome. And a syndrome is only, like a syndrome just means we don't know what causes this, but we realize that some symptoms seem to always conglomerate to each other and happen at the same time with certain people. And so we call this uh, batch of systems, we call it something so that it doesn't look as bad. So that we, (laughs) it seems to imply that we know what's happening because it has a name and has been described. But we don't know what's happening, and so I don't really um, accept that name. But still, there is uh, just that my um, digestion is very finicky, and I react to lots of um, inputs in an unfavorable way, which then make me exhausted and tired, Um, or even just when I'm when I didn't sleep well, or something, or I had to, like, couldn't sleep as long as I needed to, and I'm just getting tired. So, whenever something irritated my physical system, I fell out of that mindset like a stone from the sky. It was just like I, I plummeted, really, and it felt violent, to say the least. Probably even more so because of that, because the the fall felt very deep and far. So, and I kept struggling with that for at least two years. And yesterday, like, and I had some. Um, some epiphanies, some insights that went in a good way, but they never really out, like they never really stuck through feeling bad physically. Yesterday when I was walking home, I was feeling that way, bad, exhausted, tired, pessimistic and like negative, doubtful, hating everything. Ah, I have hated stuff worse, but it wasn't it wasn't good um, but I tried figuring out like tried to overcome that pattern of mine of feeling positive and optimistic and absolutely trusting in myself in the universe um in my life when I'm feeling physically well um, but plummeting into doubt and fear and just crazy making circular thoughts and everything um, whenever I'm feeling physically unwell because that up and down was just so violent and so exhausting in its own right. I would like to be able to love unconditionally, to trust um, and to believe every, like all the time. And not just if I'm not stressed out by my physical form. And so yesterday uh, I was thinking about that and I was trying to wrap my head around it. And I've been reading a book by David Meltzer called Game Time Decision Making in which he talks a lot about his mindset and his um, how to develop a like a roaster of thoughts that is supporting what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish in the world and um, also his ideas on gratitude and how to react to people, um, and he was been has been talking about always being grateful, even if someone pisses you off or uh, is aggressive towards you. He talks specifically, oh, but that might be might have been in a in a podcast actually that I've listened to uh, listened to from him. Um, he talks specifically that when someone is angry at you, to just be grateful to them, to their reaction. Um, and that's dissipating any anger that the other person might feel. And he talks about these things and I always, like I, since I've st- I started reading that book, I have tried to wrap my head around how to be grateful. And thankful to people, and keep being that even when shit hits the fan. Basically, um, without like, where my my constant thought about that was, how am I not being taken advantage of then? If I'm always giving unconditionally, which is also Uh, something that he proposes, as I understand it. How am I not, how am I protecting myself from um, from leeches that just keep taking and taking and sucking my energy was one of my main concerns about that whole thing. But then again, and that I found yesterday a little bit more specifically, but then again, how am I like first, like how am i even supposed to get into contact with a leech because i can i can make them what they are i can decide if the situation is bad or good i can i if i trust in myself to react in the right way then i will and it will not burn me out these were some of the thoughts that i've been having over the fa- past few days And yesterday after walking for three and a half or five uh, or four hours um, and feeling like like crap um, I had a conversation with someone and the conversation happened in a way that felt triggering to me so I felt backed into a corner I felt overwhelmed I felt because this is a person that's very um, close to me um, but whose mindset well isn't um, isn't in a positive realm um, so so but their influence on me is intense or was in that uh, conversation yesterday and so, I felt immensely triggered, I felt overwhelmed, I felt even worse than before. But something in my mind shifted and changed. And I realized that there is immense wisdom in that reaction of mine. Um, and this is another concept that I would like to go into in a moment. The wisdom of us, uh, of, of our systems. So. I realized that there's wisdom in my reaction to, like in my triggered reaction. It feels bad in the moment, of course, yes, but there's wisdom there and there's something that wants to be learned. And at that moment, I realized that I stumbled over a mechanism in my mind that had been lying there and has been active a lot in the past um that i have not been working on actively in 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 the moment and this conversation with that person brought it to the forefront violently in a way that made me understand that this is now a good good time to work on that issue and i immensely like i felt immediately i felt immense gratitude for that situation because it just showed me hey this is something that wants to be worked on now um, and this is something that I that I've been thinking about a lot also in the past that concept of the wisdom of your whole system we humans think our brains are very smart And, I mean, we, we are, of course, our brains are smart, but there is such intelligence and wisdom in our bodies, in, in our physical, um, physical system, in our unconscious or subconscious thoughts. Uh, I believe that there is wisdom or something that wants to be learned in every reaction of your system. Like if I have a back pain, for instance, there is something to be learned there to figure out what is going on so that your body, that which does, which only wants your best, your body always wants, or your whole system, always wants your best if it doesn't look like that in the moment as in for instance self-harming behavior or something like that then the situa- like it then the situation is uh reacting in an in a way that was learned at a different time when that reaction made more sense there's always you have to have to interpret it correctly of course it's not very easy or like very straightforward uh just be saying well if my body always or my system always wants what's best for me then why um uh, yeah why am i cutting myself or something like that is that what's best for me no but at some point you learn something that made it so that made sense to your body at the time and your system at the time. And um, to stay with with the self-harm, it might be that you have learned very early on as a child that you could not release your emotions because it wasn't safe at home to do so. And since you are totally dependent on your primary caretakers as a child especially as a human child um, you just learn to not show those emotions but the emotions are there you can't just stop them at all Um, and so they find some way of coming out Um, and this might show itself in a self-harming behavior for instance so the, the, the baseline is not, this is bad, this hurts, this is painful, this, uh, I struggle with this, I suffer from this, and uh, it can often lead to people um, getting into, a, into like an opposition with their own system and feeling like they are, like their ego is battling against the rest of themselves, the rest of the system. And as long as you, as you think that way and as long as you act that way, you will never be able to overcome these issues um, in, like in a, in a long-term way. You might overcome single symptoms with medications, with, um, with certain therapies, but if they, the underlying wisdom or the underlying uh, lesson hasn't been learned and released, resolved somehow, it will always come back in some other way. I would like to show you some nice uh, stone formation that I found here. The 3D quality is sadly not as uh, pronounced, like it really jumps out when you're standing in front of there. But I still think it's quite impressive. The overhanging cliff there. I like it. Can you believe the beauty of this place? So, after realizing and um, using those thoughts of what is the wisdom or the lesson that wants to be learned, um, and use it with. this intense reaction that I usually have when I'm physically not feeling well. Using it with all the doubts and the fears and the I can't do this uh, made it very clear all of a sudden what, what it was that needed to be learned. The lesson is this. In those moments I don't believe that I'm able to do what I set out to do, that I can make it, that I can reach my goals and in those moments it feels like this is a forever truth. It feels unending and relentless. But if I look, if I look a little bit deeper, I mean in that moment if I feel physically incapable, if I feel tired and exhausted, then that's the truth. In that moment, I can't actually do what I set out to do. Because in that moment, what I need is rest, is take care of myself, is look for what it is that I need to make me feel, um, make the whole system, my whole system feel better as soon as possible so that I can get back on track and that kind of blew my mind because it's so easy it's just looking looking out for me it's protecting me but it comes in the most hideous and awful feeling costume and now that I understand what's behind it well now that I understand the lesson, the wisdom, the attention, intention behind it, it is so easy to be grateful for that. To just say, oh my system is currently telling me that I don't have the necessary strength currently to go at that pace. That I need to slow down a moment. That my ego is driving me uh, over over what my of the rest uh, over what the rest of the of my system can um sustain and taking it at that makes me grateful for that reaction and feeling the gratitude in that moment immediately dissipated um It it immediately made the whole bad feeling disappear. It just went away, went up in smoke. The whole, like all the doubts and all the bad things. It just seems like my system needed to be kind of mean and really loud and violent and yell at me because I wasn't listening otherwise. So, as soon as it is listened to, and understood, and followed, it dissipates. It's like, yes, uh, apparently, finally, the receiver has received the information that I'm trying to give. So now I can leave, and leave them at peace. And the same has happened to me, actually, in the past. Like, I have um lived through quite de- debilitating uh chronic pain when i had um, disc issues like disc prolapses uh 11 or 12 years ago which would not stop at all they kept kept coming back again and again and again or other symptoms came back in case that the that the back pain um retreated for a moment. there was always something uh and in the end, I could only solve it because I learned what what my my what my system was trying to tell me to the extent that me at least um that it could stop yelling at me with pain, with with excruciating back pain. That's how I see um, a lot of symptoms. It's a it's an issue of communication. Your system, your whole body mind system, knows what's best and has deep innate wisdom. Um, and tries to guide you but if your ego takes over and tries other things and gets um, numb to the input of your system and deaf to the input then your system, because it wants to keep you healthy and living and happy enough at least, it has no other choice than to keep getting louder and louder and yelling at you and getting to, going to the most extreme situations of um, making you unable to leave the house for, from pain or something like that so that you finally stop and listen to them which I hope you do in case you have issues like that There is a sign talking about gobblers. Weird. <clears throat> so this is it for for now. I am coming into some kind of town. I we'll find out where I am. Hopefully. I am standing in front of a house that says when this house so long stands, bis auf der Welt der Neid vergeht, so steht's nicht nur gewisse certain Zeit, so steht's in alle Ewigkeit. Basically saying that if this house is standing as long or so long that envy is rid of the world, then it won't be staying there, standing there for only a little bit of a time, but into eternity. I'm, uh, walking on the side of a road now, which is a little bit inconvenient and loud, but it's getting dark and cold and late. So I'm glad, I'm glad that at least I know where I'm going. Have a beautiful night and take care.